Welcome to our latest podcast episode. In this episode, Pastor Tim will be speaking on the God of hope. Now, let's listen to Pastor Tim. Hello, everyone. It's good to come to you again. I miss everybody, uh, but it is good to come and, and be able to be in your homes and and uh, be able to share good news and the Word of God with you. I'd like to start off today uh, just asking everybody to pray for Sister Connie Ash. Uh, she is uh, getting worse, and as we expected, uh, you know, there's uh, the end of life that's coming, and we just want everybody to pray for the family, pray for her, uh, pray for a safe passage uh, as the Lord uh, picks his time to take us home. So just pray for her, pray for the family, encourage uh, each other as we pray. And again, there's so many things we need to pray about. And one of the things I'd like to talk about is praying for your uh, brothers and sisters that are 65 and older. Pray for them. They're, they're ones that are out there and, and, uh, we just need special prayer for them. And also pray for, uh, protection from the virus for all, all those that you know and, and, and that you're around and your family and just pray for them. Pray for healing. Uh, for those that uh, have uh, have had the virus and contracted it. So continue to pray for them uh, because they need your prayers. And I say this, pray for the safety and welfare of all of our uh, heroes, those that are out on the front line, our medical people and our uh, firemen, our policemen and doctors and uh, nurses. Pray for all of them because they're out there on the front line and, and they're our heroes right now and they're, they're smack dab uh, in the front line of this. And we just need to pray for them, pray for their protection. We have several nurses in our church and, and my heart is constantly, uh, praying for them and, and seeking God's uh, protection for them. Uh, so continue to pray for them, pray for one another. I know in this time where we're not able to see each other, uh, it's difficult. Uh, we're not able to come together and share and, uh, but I'm praying that some of you are continuing to talk on, on the phone, uh, by email, texting, uh, or other social social media uh, ways. So again, we just ask you to continue to stay in contact. Uh, pray for the church. Pray for the business of the church. Pray for moving forward. This is our second week, uh, and we're looking forward to hopefully being back in some kind of frame over the next few weeks, and we'll keep you updated as we're updated and as we try to stay in compliance with everything uh, that we're being asked to do as a church. You know, there's good news today, even during this COVID-19 uh, dilemma that we're in and this crisis that we're in, there is good news. And, you know, sometimes it feels like you're all closed in and, and you're on house arrest uh, by this virus. Uh, and I know it can get uh, pretty irritating and anxieties pick up and, and nervousness begins to happen. And so many things begin to happen. And then again, we always deal with the fear that we have to deal with uh, uh, during these times because we're saturated by the media uh, with all these statistics in, in New York City and, and you know, even here in Marion County. We, uh, we're just saturated with the news, and most of the news is bad news. But I thank God today that I have good news, and I've got great news uh, in the message today, great news in, in what God is doing uh, and our faith in him puts us in a place to see his greatness. And I thank God for that today. Even in these worst of times that we're going through now, we know we can look to him. And we know beyond a shadow of a doubt, no doubt in our minds, that God is a good God 
and that is the good news. And we have the good news of the gospel uh, that gives us that faith and, and gives us that strength to continue uh, in these times. You know, Paul said something in Second Timothy, uh, and it's Second uh, Timothy 2, 1 through 9. You can read it later. But it says the words basically teach us these things. And there's three things that jump out that Paul teaches us. And I want you to understand this. When Paul was writing to Timothy, the second uh, Timothy, when he was writing to Timothy and second Timothy, he said these words uh, several times because he wanted to encourage uh, Timothy and he was in prison. I want you to understand this. Paul was in prison. Paul was in a place uh, that was pretty miserable, a place that was very difficult, a place that we can maybe even uh, uh, kind of go inside with today uh, as we feel imprisoned by this uh, this uh, COVID-19 uh, virus. And, you know, Paul was in that place. He was in a prison place, but yet he wrote the words in 2 Timothy to Timothy. And I want you to hear the three things that really jump off the page in that passage in 2 Timothy 2, 1 through 9. The first thing that jumps off uh, the page is we will get strength through God's grace. In other words, Paul was telling Timothy, you will be strengthened if you hold on to the grace of God. You will be strengthened uh, if you hold on and know that God's grace is there for you. And we all know that God's grace is sufficient to supply any need that we have. Doesn't matter if it's the COVID-19 or night, you know, it can be so many different things. We just need to know this, that we can trust in God's grace and it will give you strength. Continue to trust in God's grace. And Paul said this, and part of this is, and I'm going to say it this way, COVID-19 did not change God's plan for us. In other words, going to prison for Paul did not change God's plan. Uh, we have to understand that, yes, it is difficult. Yes, we're going through difficult times. Yes, life is changing for us. But one thing that has not changed is God's plan for you and I. His plan is a good plan. Even though COVID-19 is here and even though we're going through the things we're going through, sometimes it's easy to think, God, where are you at? But we need to understand this. God's plan has not changed for you and I just because COVID-19 has come onto the scene. God's plan is a good plan. He has a good plan for you, and he has a good plan for me, and that plan has not changed, and we need to hold on to that to know that his plan has not changed. The third thing that jumps out, and we'll, we'll say it like this, God's word is what sets us free. Even in pre prison or even in difficult times, we can be free and we can be happy. Satan wants us to be anxious. He wants us to be upset. He wants us to be worried. He wants us to be full of fear. He wants fear to control our lives right now. We have to understand this. We have the word of God to go to and be strengthened by, and the devil cannot defeat the word of God. The word of God is the most powerful thing uh, that we can have, and, and today we need to understand we need to go to the Word. We need more of the Word today. We need the Word through singing. We need the Word through the music that we hear on the radio. We need the Word uh, out of our Bibles and our studies at home uh, with time with our families. We need the Word of God uh, because it will strengthen us in these times uh, that we're in today. You know, today we're turning to the powerful Word of God. We're going to open up here and, and, and bring a message that we have 
uh, for you today. And, and we believe it's a timely message. And I want to, again, I want to thank Brian Ricketts uh, for his study that he did a, a Wednesday night study this past week. And if you haven't watched it, you need to get on there and watch it. Uh, and he dealt with that anchor of hope. And today's message is about hope. And I want to, I want us to really truly understand the power of understanding how hope will pull us through. Sometimes we struggle with hope. Sometimes we think, well, if I only have hope, then I can't have faith. But I have news for you today. You cannot have faith until you get hope first. We need hope in Jesus Christ right now. There are some out there who are watching this today who have no hope. There are some out there today who don't see any hope. They don't see any light at the end of the tunnel. And that's because they don't know the good news. They don't understand and they haven't grasped and took hold of hope through Jesus Christ. I've been to a lot of funerals and done a lot of uh, bedsides that uh, where people were dying. And I can always tell those who have hope in Christ and those who don't. Those who don't are lost. Those who don't are in darkness. Those who don't don't have any kind of uh, look forward to any kind of future. But those that have hope in Jesus Christ, even though their faith may be weak at the time, they still have the hope to know that God is there, Jesus died on the cross for them, and there is hope even in the future. Even tomorrow, I know I have hope in tomorrow because I know who holds tomorrow. I want to share a message with you today, and this message is entitled, The God of Hope. It's part of our series that we're doing, A Surrendered Life. And I want you to understand the importance of having hope today. Do not lose hope today. It's so important that we hold on to that. You know, there's nothing worse than living in a hopeless situation. There's nothing worse than getting up in the morning and dreading the day because you have no hope that things are going to turn out okay. There's nothing worse than uh, being in situations to where it's just drudgery because you're just passing the time away and, and you're living in fear and doubt because you do not have hope. And today I want you to understand the importance of taking hold of hope and holding on to hope because it will feed your faith and it will grow your faith if you can have hope in Jesus Christ. Hope says you don't have to understand or even have a strong faith. You just need to continue to have hope in something bigger than yourself, which is our almighty and sovereign God. Hope just says, hey, there's somebody out there bigger than me. Hope says there's somebody out there bigger than the coronavirus. Hope says there's something bigger than cancer. Hope says I know there's something out there that is bigger than the thing that I'm facing today. Just having that hope keeps us in the game. Just having that hope builds our faith and gives us that strong, steadfast foundation to hold on to. Like Brian said in his study, it is the anchor of our soul. It is the anchor that we hold on to. Hope feeds our faith. Hope is something that we need to hold on to. And we have that hope through Jesus Christ, even in the times we're living in today. You know, I'm a hope dealer. No, I didn't say dope dealer. I said, I'm a hope dealer. I hope to be the one that stands on the corner and in the most worst times of all, be able to pass and deal off hope. I think everyone needs to have hope. 
no matter who you are. Every single person that gets in hopeless situations can come out of those situations as long as they hold on to hope and know that there's hope in Jesus Christ. I am a hope dealer. I can't help it. And I want to push uh, this hope on everybody that I can find because this hope will lead us to faith. And that kind of faith will get us through everything that we're uh, facing today. A life without hope leads us on the road uh, uh, with no direction and no purpose. We've said it uh, several times here in just the first few moments of the message. It's just very difficult to live in hope, hopeless situations. It's very difficult uh, to make it through a day when you have no hope. It's very difficult uh, to deal with anxiety and fears and doubts and the things that we deal with when we have no hope. That's why Paul said it's the anchor of our soul. That's why we have to hold on and know that we have hope in Jesus Christ. When we have hope in him and hope to know that he's bigger than all of everything that we face, hope to know that he loves us more than anything in this world, hope to know that he's there for us and he'll never leave us, man, that hope leads me right into a faith to know that he's got this covered. He's got everything. He's got me right in the palm of his hand, and I thank God for that today. Hope is the seed that brings forth the harvest of faith, and hope is the thing that gives birth to the purpose and desire of your life. We have to understand this. Hope causes our faith to grow. Hope is that watering and that that uh, fertilization uh, of, of our faith. It helps our faith grow. We must have hope in Christ. The devil wants to steal your hope today. The devil wants to take your hope away. He wants to inundate you. He wants to sit on your shoulder. He wants to be on the news broadcasts and in the magazines and in the papers that we read. Uh, and the social media floods us with. The devil wants to ride on all of that and just sit on us and steal our hope and take our hope away and just cover us and fill us with nothing but darkness and hopelessness. That's what the devil wants to do today. But folks, I got news for you. Because of Jesus Christ, we have hope. He cannot steal that away. He cannot defeat what Christ did. And we have that hope in Jesus Christ. I want to share some of these men that I want to share with you that knew the God of hope. These men knew that in their situation, they could still have hope to know that God loved them and God cared for them and God got them through because they had hope. And I want you to know, like Joseph, uh, when he was down to nothing, man, Joseph was in a place uh, where he was in the pit. He was in the prison. Man, he lived in a palace. He went from a palace to the prison. You know, he faced so many difficult things, and, and yet he held on to his hope, his hope that God had a plan for his life, hope that he knew that God would take care of him, and hope in knowing that God would never forsake him. And yet Joseph made it through all those things, the most difficult things that we could even think of. I can think of Job. When he lost all hope, he lost his family, he lost all of his fortune, he lost his property, he lost everything. There was nothing left. He was sitting with boils all over his body, and, and he had lost uh, everything that he owned. But one thing he did not lose was his hope in God. He sat in the ashes, and he said these words, Though the skin worms eat my flesh, I will have hope in God. I will trust God. In other words, he had a hope to know 
that even in the worst situation that he could possibly be in in his life, he had hope to know that God would take care of it. Then we can look at Gideon. He was in a hopeless situation. We all know his story. Very hopeless. The the Midianites, and, and we could go into the whole story, but he had hope to know that when the angel spoke to him and said, you are a mighty man of valor, even in the worst of times, sometimes you have to understand this. You may feel beaten down. You may feel trodden down. You may feel like you're not very, you're not worth much, but I have news for you today. God's sitting on the throne looking down at you and he's saying, you are a mighty man or a mighty woman of valor. You can do this. And we have hope to know that God has that for us. I can look at David and the things that David went through. Uh, I can look at uh, the three Hebrew boys as they stood before the fiery furnace. And uh, folks, just go with me there for a minute. As they stood before the fiery furnace, seven times hotter than it's ever been before. The the men that 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 were opening the furnace doors were burnt up and, and killed immediately. But yet they stood and they had a hope. And, and they had a hope because the, the scripture says this. One of the Hebrews looked at the king and he said, if our God does not save us, he is still our God. In other words, I have hope to know that even if things are terrible and things don't look right, I can still have hope to know that he's my God. And the Hebrew children were thrown into fire. We all know the story. There was a fourth man walking around, and you may not know it, but God is right by your side today. Even in this worst of times, he's walking right with you, just like those Hebrew boys. And they all came out of the fiery furnace, not burn up, didn't even have the smell of fire or smoke on them. That's the God I serve. That's why I have hope today in everything that I believe, because the Word of God teaches me that. I can go to Peter. We can go to Paul. Paul is one that we're going to be uh, uh, talking about here, and we've been talking about, but he's one that you really got to understand his hope. Uh, th- this guy, man, he went through a lot of stuff. He was shipwrecked. He was beaten. He was caned. He was chained. He was put in prison. Uh, he was snake bit. There was just so many things that Paul went through, but yet Paul always reserved this one thing. I have a hope in Jesus Christ. Yes, sometimes Paul's faith probably did dwindle. Today, it's easy to see our faith begin to shrink a little bit because all this stuff we're hearing and all these bad things that are going on. And man, we just, the the future is so uncertain. Uh, those that have to work and they go out in the working, uh, uh, in the workforce. And, and even though they may not feel sick, they feel like, man, can I contract it and bring it home to my family? Uh, there's so many fears and doubts out there and our faith begins to shrink. But yet one thing we have to understand is we need, like Paul had every time in situations like this, we have to have the hope to know God is in control. God is in control. He is taking care of business while we sleep. God is doing our work. He's taking care of us. He's watching over us. His plan has not changed for you and I. He is taking care of us. He's walking with us today. I have a hope to know that. I have a hope to know that no matter what comes my way, God is with me, walking by my side. I want to share uh, a few things with you today, and hopefully you'll 
write these down and you'll study these and and they'll encourage you and lift you up and and your hope that you'll get today and the hope you can uh, take hold of today will encourage you and increase your faith uh, in these hard times that we're living in. I always know this. When I'm down to nothing, hope says God is up to something. In other words, every time things get really bad, I have a hope inside of me that raises up and says, man, if it's bad right now, then I truly believe there's something great coming because God's up to something. That's the hope I have. And Satan cannot defeat that. See, Satan loses every time we take hold of hope and pull it up close to us and say, no, it's bad, but I still have a hope in Jesus Christ and what Christ did for me. You know, Hebrews uh, 6, and and again, Brian shared uh, in one of his studies, but you should read Hebrews 6 uh, and, and take a look at hope and how Paul describes hope. And one of the things that Paul said in Hebrews chapter 6 is this, you need to take hold. In other words, you've got to grab hold of hope. Hope is not something that just happens. We have to take hold of it. In other words, when we're living in the times we're living in, our hope comes through Jesus Christ. How do we take hold of Jesus Christ? We take hold of the Word of God. We take hold and we we tell ourselves, I need to do some things to create hope in my life, to keep hope moving and alive in my life. So the only way I can do that is through the Word of God and through understanding and having a revelation of what Jesus Christ did to me, for me, I take hold of that. I hold on to that. It doesn't matter how bad it is today. It doesn't matter how bad tomorrow looks. I have taken hold of hope, and Jesus Christ is my hope, knowing he has yesterday, today, and forever. That's the hope that we take hold of. You know, what can we do when our faith is weak and we're losing hope? Today, there are so many people, even Christian people today, they're, they're losing their faith and their faith is dwindling. And like I said, their faith is getting smaller and instead of the increasing, what do we do uh, uh, when our faith is weak like that and we're losing hope? Well, there's a couple of things here I want to share with you, three things that I want you to write down. I want you to take and study and, and really get it inside of you today because I believe it will help you, it will encourage you. In Romans 15, and you can read the whole chapter of Romans 15, there are things that jump off the page. And this first thing that I want to share with you that we all need to do and we all need to take hold of, this first thing is important and and it will help strengthen us and it will help put hope in a place where we can take hold of it. The first thing is we must endure to the end. In other words, we need to get ready, whether God finishes this thing quick or whether it takes a little bit more time or whether it takes a lot longer time, we need a made-up mind that we will not give in to fear, we will not give in to doubt, we will hold on to our hope in Christ that He has this thing taken care of. God has a timing on everything. This coronavirus, this Uh, COVID-19 will not be allowed to go past the time that God has set for it. In other words, God is in control. We need to understand that. He has us in his hand. We need to know that I'm going to endure this thing. It may 
it may mean that I have to stay home uh, more than I've ever stayed home before. It may mean that I don't get to eat the things that I like to eat anymore. It may mean that I don't get to see the people that I want to see. And it may mean that we're separated from our families more than, than we have been before. But we have to understand this. It's time to just put on uh, the, the armor of God and stand and know that I have a hope in Jesus Christ that I will endure this thing. You and I will make it through this thing. When we get through this, we'll look back on it and we'll say, wow, you know, God has been so good to us and he took care of us and he was faithful and he kept his promise. I need to endure. You need to endure. We need to do what we have to do to hold on, to grasp and not let go of the faith that we have and that hope we have in Jesus Christ. You know, enduring causes a deep appreciation when our victory comes. I've always said this. It's awesome when you have hope and faith before the storm is over. And then when the storm is over, you fought through the battle and you fought through the storm. And man, you did the right things. And when that final storm closes and ends, man, what a victory we get to have because we made it through, because we endured it. We went through. We did the things that we needed to do. We held on to God. We held on to our hope in Christ, and our faith was strong, and it strengthened us, and it kept us all the way through the end. The more we endure, the more our hope stays alive. In other words, the more I make up my mind, I'm not giving in to fear. I'm not giving in uh, uh, to worrying about everything. I'm not going to sit around and have anxiety eat me up. I'm not going to do that. If I do that and I make up my mind not to do that, then my hope begins to build inside of me. And when my hope begins to build inside of me, my faith becomes bigger and more powerful. And it can take care of those things and help me get through this situation that we're in. The second thing I want to share with you, God's word is our only hope. In other words, the promises of God are true. And that's our hope. We can go to the word of God and we can see his promises for us. Man, you want your hope to be built up? Let the word of God speak to you. Go to the scriptures and allow uh, the Holy Spirit to speak to you through the Word because the Word is so powerful. Even when faith is hard to find, hope is in God is the thing that will get us through. Hoping in God is the thing that will get us through the situation that we're in today. No hope in this world at all. Folks, if you're looking uh, uh, for your fortunes to help you, if you're looking for uh, someone close to you to say the right words. And, and if you're looking for your job to help you, if you're looking for your finances to help you, there are, there is no hope in those things. Those things have extremities. And we have to understand that our extremities is God's opportunities. In other words, when man reaches the end of things, there's nothing left. We have nothing left when we reach that point. That's when God steps in and the opportunity arises for him to be God. God really shows up in these dark times if we'll see it. If we'll have hope to know that he's there, he's not left us, he's not forsaken us. We just need a hope in Christ to know, hey, we'll endure this thing and guess what? 
my hope comes from knowing the Word of God and knowing the promises of God. God promised us that He would keep us. He promised us that He would help us. He promised us that He would deliver us. And I believe today that He'll do that. This last and final uh, thing that I want to leave you with is this. The third thing, don't ever forget the hope we have in the cross. In other words, don't forget the benefits of the finished works of Jesus Christ. There are so many benefits that we have today. You may say, well, I don't see the benefits today. All I see is trouble. All I see is fear. All I see is doubt. Well, that's because you're looking in the wrong place. You're looking in the world. You're looking in into the news. You're looking into the social media scare that's going on now. You need to turn your eyes away from those things and look to the cross. The cross gives me hope, folks. The cross gives me hope. Even on my deathbed, when I'm ready to leave this world, the finished works of Jesus Christ gave me the benefit to lay on that deathbed knowing I have hope to know when my last breath is taken, I will see myself in heaven. I cannot lose because I have a hope in Jesus Christ. We have to understand our benefits that come uh, because of what Jesus did on the cross when Jesus died and when he was put in the grave and when he arose and, and he was seated at the right hand of the Father now and he sent the Holy Spirit down here to be with us at all times, man, did we not receive all the benefits that we need to get us through the times we're in today. We have the benefits of Jesus Christ and the cross and the works that he did at the cross. We have those benefits with us today. We need to take hold of those things. We need to understand that healing is ours. We need to understand that uh, protection is ours. We need to understand that provision is ours. We need to understand that the promises of God is ours. They're, they're true and forever settled in heaven. That means that I can trust him to know that he'll keep me through this time. I know he will protect me through this time. I know he will provide for me during this time. I know when this thing is over, I'll be able to testify and let everyone know how good God has been during this time. Folks, don't ever forget the cross. And if you're out there today and you've not really uh, uh, took hold of the revelation of the cross, maybe you've never accepted Jesus Christ. Maybe you've you're just kind of one of those that's uh, just you know about him, but you don't know him. Today, I want to pass this on to you. Know Jesus Christ. Have a personal relationship with him. And man, hope will come inside of you and hope will build your faith and you'll begin to see things differently. We as Christians, if we understand the benefits that we have through the cross, we won't live in fear during this time. We won't have to sit around and have anxiousness and anxiety sitting on us. We won't have to worry about where our food's coming from or whether we're going to be able to do this or do that. We'll be able to sit back and know that God has this thing taken care of because he's God and because of Jesus Christ and what he did on the cross will take care of our needs. He made one promise to us for sure that you need to hold up. He said these words. You will never be alone. I will never leave you or forsake you even until the end of time. That's a promise of God. 
man, I can sit here today. My soul is satisfied. I'm sitting here today. Yes, the virus is, is going on. And yes, we're hearing this and that. And yes, the news is everywhere. And yes, we're being inundated uh, uh, on the social media market. Yes, it, it's everywhere. But yet I can stand here today and I have hope in Jesus Christ to know that he has this thing under control. It's in his hands. It's in his time frame. He has me in his hands. He has you in his hands. And we have to understand he loves us and he cares about us. He sent his son to die for us. He's not going to leave us or forsake us during this time. You know, things that our God says that brings us hope, a couple of things, and I'm going to close in prayer. Don't ever give up. Have hope in Christ. Never give up. If we look at the patriarchs and if we look at all of those uh, who never have given up on God. They've always had a hope in him. And God has a track record, and he's proved himself over and over again. Don't give up on me. Stay with me. Follow me. Find me. Seek me. And I will be there for you, and I will get you through. He delivers his people. He will deliver us. He will keep us. And I just love the fact to know, man, that promise is so true. Stay focused on him. He always keeps his promise. Stay focused. See, our focus can get out of whack today. Uh, it's easy to sit down because we're at home a lot now, and we're in our houses a lot, and there's TV going, and there's there's radios going, and there's social media going on, and we're on the Internet, and, and we're Facebooking, and we're doing all these things. And thank God for those uh, social media uh, outlets now because that's what we're using to stay connected and get God's word out there. So today you have to remember, man, stay focused on the good things of God. When you start to feel like you're slipping and you start to feel like you're falling into that hopelessness, I want you to stop for a moment and check yourself and say, why am I so hopeless? I don't need to be hopeless because I have hope. Jesus Christ died for me. He loves me. I have a home prepared for me in heaven. God said he would heal me. He'd protect me. He would provide for me. I don't have to be hopeless because I have hope in Christ Jesus. Then the last thing he said, he would be with us always. And I said this again, even to the end of time. You know what? It doesn't matter what we go through. I can always have hope to know that he's with me. You have hope to know that he's with you. He's got his hands over you. He's got his hands over your family. He's got his hands over your children, over your, your neighbors, your friends. He said, I will bless all of those who bless you. And I say this now. I want you to, to understand this part, and I want you to be encouraged by this. Our hope sets fire to our faith. Don't lose that hope in Christ Jesus. He is the answer to everything that we go through. The world is seeking an answer for this problem. They're seeking for an antidote. They're seeking, seek, uh, they're seeking for some kind of fix for this thing. And I'm standing here today telling you that we have a fix for this thing. We have it in Jesus Christ. Our hope in Jesus Christ will get us through. I'm going to ask you to do one more thing before I close in prayer. I want you to share this this with your friends. I know you can, if you're looking by Facebook, uh, those that have 
uh, uh, those that follow them and friends. You can just send that on to your friends. We need to get these words out uh, uh, to everybody that we can and and encourage a, a lot of people. I know the last time I looked at our last uh, 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 our last message, I think there was over 380 people uh, that had viewed it. And uh, it's exciting to know that this word, which is God's word. See, we have to understand this. We have the greatest news of any time, and that is the news of Jesus Christ. Why would we not spread the good news in a time like this? So I'm asking you, if you would, to share as much of this as you can with as many people as you can to reach those who are struggling and reach those who just need to hear the good news today. Have that hope in Jesus Christ, because guess what? He is the God of hope. I have hope in him. And today, I'm praying that your hope will be built and be strong, and your hope will lead to a strong faith, and that your hope in Jesus Christ will keep you focused on the things that you need to be focused on. Again, we love you. We pray for you daily. We hope in Christ Jesus, that everything will be what it needs to be, and we know it will be because God cannot lie. He keeps his promises. Father, we come to you right now. We just thank you for today. We thank you for the opportunity, Lord, uh, to bring the message, Lord, in, in, in social media form. God, I thank you today that there will be those that will hear this word and it won't be because of me and how I do things, but it'll be the word that's put out. It will encourage them. Lord, it will give them hope. It will help them uh, in their time of need. Lord, there are so many people out there in dark, dark places today. There are so many people living in hopelessness. And God, I just pray, Lord, from this moment on, you are the God of hope. We have hope in the cross. Lord, we have hope in you. Lord, no matter what we're going through, no matter how difficult life is, no matter how many things we go and we face in this life, Lord, no matter what tomorrow may bring, God, we have hope in you. And today, God, I pray that every single person, Lord, that hears and views this message today will take hold of hope in the cross through Jesus Christ. Lord, we thank you today. We praise you, we honor you, we worship you. And Lord, we just thank you again for being God, the God of hope. And we praise you right now in your precious name. Amen. Please stay connected with us. Share your prayer request at sanctuaryprayerpartners at gmail.com. Also, you can pay your tithe online with our easy, safe, and secure process at our website, sanctuarychurchbeachgrove.org by going to the Give page and clicking on the Donate button. And remember, God is in control.